Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mutsi Show. I am Mutsi. I would also like to welcome a special group of people from different countries. There's listeners in the United States, Ireland, Canada, Puerto Rico, Australia, Mexico, Jamaica, New Zealand, and we just added France. So welcome, France. Thanks for listening. Today, I posted on Facebook that I would literally invite a a parent and a child that was coming through our southern border in the United States. I said that I would literally invite them to come live with me in my house. An illegal uh, immigrant coming through the border, I would let them come live at my house. Now, I am not for illegal immigration. I'm not. I'm not for illegal anything. I was a police officer for 10 years. I abide by rules. I abide by laws. But I'm also a Christian. I have compassion. I have a heart. And when I write out these things on Facebook, people can't feel my emotion. And so that's why I make these audios like this. I want you to tell me how many of you can literally stand at any border at any country and see hundreds and maybe thousands of families, mothers with their daughters, mothers with their six-year-old daughters, and the daughter is screaming, crying because she's hungry and they haven't eaten in three days. They've worn the same clothes the whole trip that they walked for 14 days in the hot sun to get where they're going. You see, all this started when Joe Biden won presidency. He said he was going to open the borders. So what do you think people are going to do in Honduras and Venezuela and Mexico? They're going to start marching their way up. They they got a free pass. Our government said, yes, we're going to allow you in. So what do you expect them to do? We're talking about people that live in countries that not only do they not have work, the government tells them what to do. They, they are so depraved in their countries. Their countries only allow them a certain amount of food per month. It's not fair. They're coming from countries that are run by dictators. If, you, if they talk bad about their country or their president or their dictator or their leader, they could get their tongue cut off, literally cut off. So when you hear that you could go to the greatest country in the world, the greatest country on the planet, and I know I listed off all the other countries that are listening, and I hope that you think your country is the best too. But when you come to America, we have freedom. We have freedom to where you can open up a business if you like. I know stories of people that came here with $50 in their pocket and they became multi-billionaires because they put in hard work. Now, to go through the legal system to get to America, from what I understand, it takes about five or six years. But parents, when you have a child that has no food and you have no way of making food or getting food for them, that hurts you way worse than those hunger pains that hurt your children. There's nowhere for you to get that food. 
But then you hear that there's an imaginary line across Texas or California. And if you could just make it to where you step one foot over that line, they have to take you in America. I'm telling you right now, if I was a Mexican and I live close to that border, or if I had to walk 500 miles with my children, I would carry my children. I would crawl on glass with my children on my back to get to that imaginary line called the border. And I will cross it. And then people say, well, wait a minute, Mutsi, you're condoning uh, breaking the law, right? Let me tell you something. We all break the law. If you've driven 71 miles an hour on the interstate when the speed limit is 70, you broke the law. We've all broken the law. It's not about that. It's not. It, it's not. It's about human compassion. It's about human dignity. And then people say, well, what about these people are going to come here and take our jobs? Do you really think that they're going to take our jobs? I mean, are you picking cotton? What are you you working in factories making socks? What are you doing? You picking grapes? You picking tomatoes? That's what they do. These people work hard, man. I've been to 52 countries working with Carnival Cruise Lines. I've went beyond where the passengers go. I go into the ghettos and I meet these people. In Progresso, I asked a taxi driver one day. I said, hey, man, if you get laid off from your from your job, you know, working as a taxi driver, does the government help you out? He said, no, not at all. I go, well, what do you do? Like, what do you do? He goes, well, I either got to find another job or... I, I have to go uh, live with my family. Live, like, hope, hopefully somebody takes me in. And so they get zero help, y'all. Zero. In America, if we have a job and we get laid off, we get unemployment. The government gives us money. Now, keep in mind, for the people that's listening from other countries, you may not know this. It's probably the same for your country, too. No government actually makes money. They're not a business. The money that they spend, that's our tax dollars. That's our money that they spend. And check this out. Joe Biden just recently passed a bill where they're going to spend $1.9 trillion. You want to know how much money that is? Most people can't even fathom that. In America, we have 500,000 homeless people all across America on any given night. I would have thought it was more, but I researched it. It's 500,000. Take that $1.9 trillion divided by $500,000. You could give each and every homeless person $3.8 million. That's how much that money is. And we're spending it on all kinds of things. It was supposed to be for COVID relief and for COVID vaccines and things like that. But just like always, our politicians put their hands in the, in the little in the cookie jar and they're taking their little money out. But that's the that's beside the point. That's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about human compassion, human decency. Yes, I know they have smugglers that are bringing these children here. I know that they have smugglers that are raping these children when they get here. But do you not think that they're going to rape them? If they don't get to come in, you think that they only raping them because they're coming in? This is crazy. I'm not for illegal immigration, but I am for helping families. I give you my word. I would take in two illegal immigrants. I would take them in 
and I wouldn't charge them a penny. I would feed them. I would clothe them. I would help teach them English. I don't know any Spanish, but I would try my best. And I would try my best to get them a job. Some of the hardest working people I've ever met were Spanish. And let me tell you something. I don't want to hear about, you know, some of these guys are bad guys. They're killers. They're murderers. Well, guess what? Last year in Chicago, more people were killed last year in Chicago than all the illegal immigrants that came to America in the history of America from Mexico crossing Texas and California. So don't tell me about them causing crimes. We got enough Americans causing crimes that we don't do enough about. And in fact, some of these guys come over here, they become citizens, and they become military fighting soldiers for the United States of America. They also become police officers, firefighters, nurses, EMTs, teachers, coaches. They do everything just like us. That's my point. These people are human. The only difference between them and us is where they were born. If it wasn't for geography, they would be living next to us. I don't understand how I have Christian friends that when the Bible tells us we're supposed to love everybody, we're supposed to clothe the naked. We're supposed to feed the hungry. We're supposed to take in the strangers. But yet we won't even let them cross the border into our country. Chances are we won't even see these people much less have them in our house. I got news for you. Hate me if you want. Be mad at me if you want. If that's the way you think, you're not a Christian. And don't call yourself a Christian. Because if you do, you're just simply lying. That's not what Jesus taught us. That's not what Jesus did. You tell me. You tell me what Jesus would do if he was standing at that border. And 5,000 homeless, hungry, dirty people that were escaping murders, drug gang violence in their country. They're standing at our border. They're crying. They're hoping to get in. You tell me what Jesus would do. Tell me the words he would use to turn them around and send them back and go, listen, go on your way. I don't care about you. You wasn't born here. You don't deserve to be here. Go on now. Get Jesus wouldn't do that. And you know, he wouldn't do that. I'm not mad at you. But if you believe that we're not supposed to help other people, don't call yourself a Christian. Because if you do, I'm going to call you out. And I'm not ashamed to do it. There's Christians in every country in America. There's Christians in China that have to take trains for 11 miles. They have to sit on wooden floors. They have to hide in buildings to learn the gospel. They can't even have a Bible. If they have a Bible, they get it taken from them and they go to prison. So as soon as they get their hands on the Bible, they memorize it. That's what a Christian does. Those people take in, they take in relatives, they take in strangers. There's, there, there's no such thing as homeless on the corner because as soon as they see a person in need, they take them in. That's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to just hand the homeless guy a dollar at the corner. We're supposed to put him in our car, take him home, let him take a shower, bring him to a hotel, let him take a shower there if you can't want to bring him in your house or whatever. I've already called hotels and you know what they charge? One hotel where I live charges $50 a night and you pay $25 deposit. And so I said, what if, what happens if I grab somebody and, and I let them come in and take a shower and they go crazy and break everything? 
She said, then you don't get your $25 back. I said, but they don't charge me any more for what all the other stuff you broke? And they said, no. See, so many of us go to church. We get all dressed up. We go to church. You know why we go to church? We go to church to get brownie points, to say we went to church, to say that we're Christians. Oh, yeah, we sing when we're there. Some of us can sing and some of us can't. We raise our hands. We sure do. We praise God, don't we? And we sit there and we laugh and we listen to the pastor, don't we? We listen to the pastor because he can memorize verses and he just spouts them out to us. And he teaches us all about what Jesus said, all the things that God wants us to do. Then we get back in our car and you know what we do after that hour? We go right back to what we were. We pass those homeless people on the street. And you know what we do? We have the guts to drive past that homeless person and go, look at him. He's probably making more money than you and me. And we haven't even talked to him. We don't know what that person's situation is just because he's wearing fairly new tennis shoes. You don't know what that person has. You don't know that his wife just died. You don't know that his wife and two children died. And he's out there because he's not even mentally stable enough to go to a job. But he doesn't want to lose his house. You don't know that. You don't know any of that. But yes, we're Christians, right? Because we go to church. We sit in there hour. We even read our Bible for 15 minutes a day. And guess what? I know what John 3.16 means. So I'm a Christian. It's not what being a Christian is, people. If it doesn't break you, if it doesn't break your heart that those people are walking for weeks and weeks and weeks in the hottest part of the year to get to America to have a chance, just to have a chance at a good life, then something's wrong. Something's wrong with you because when God, when I got saved and God sent the Holy Spirit to me and I got born again. And when the Bible told me God would give me a new heart, my new heart says, you know what, Mutsi, you need to do whatever you could do to help those people. I help people that are here in America. I'll be more than glad to help people at that border. I wish that I had a house the size of Walmart. I'd bring in a thousand of them. I bring a thousand of them and get them on their feet. They're not monsters. They're not. They just, some of them just don't speak the same language as us. You, you, you know what a Mexican does when he's happy? He laughs just like you. You know what a Spanish person does when they see something sad? They cry just like you. You know what their babies do? Exactly what your babies do. We're all humans. God didn't say take care of America and nobody else. God didn't say take care of America, but don't you let nobody in. Newsflash, America's not even listed in the Bible. God didn't even mention us one time in the Bible. So you tell me what he would do, because I know what he would do. He would say, come on in, little fella. Come on in. Let me get you some water. Let's get some food. You go sit over there and we're going to check you out. We'll make sure we get you right. The chances of somebody coming from Mexico that's going to commit a crime is the same exact chance that somebody being born in America is going to commit a crime when they get to be that same age. We're human. We're the same. I don't know where the compassion is. That's what we're lacking in America right now. We're too selfish. We're all about ourselves. All I care is about what I get. All I care is about what I got. 
As long as I got that, let me show you this. Look at my new car, got that, boom, boom. Look at my new house, got that, boom, boom. And there's people starving to death. And I'm not just talking about at the border. There's people starving around the corner from you and you pass them up every day. Listen, I'm not saying you're a bad person for passing them up. I'm not saying you're a bad person for not picking up people and bringing them to let take showers and get haircuts. I'm not saying you're a bad person because you don't drop off clothes like winter clothes during the winter for the homeless people. I'm not saying that. But I'm going to tell you something. There's going to be a day when one day we're going to take our last breath on this earth. And our very next breath is going to be in front of God, the Alpha, the Omega, the God who created us. And all of our life is going to be right there in front of him. Not just the things that you did and not just the things that you didn't do. Every single thought is going to be presented to you. And God's going to ask you about that. And then he'll ask, he'll tell you one of two things. Well done, good and faithful servant. Or away from me. I never even knew you. And it's okay if you don't believe. I have a lot of friends that don't believe in God. I have friends that make fun of me to my face for believing in God. So I know I have friends that talk behind my back about believing in God. But you know what? When I'm talking about feeding hungry people at the border, about letting people have a chance at the border, I'm not even talking about Christianity. I'm talking about humanity. I'm talking about having a good heart. Good Lord, people, what are we doing? Why can't these people come here? Do we not have... Have you driven through Texas on the I-10? There's about three houses from the time you go all the way across that 900-something mile track on the I-10 in Texas. There's three houses. We could fit every one of those Mexicans in Texas. I know it. And I know what you're going to say, too. Yeah, the only reason why they want them in is so that they can vote Democrat. Who cares, man? Who cares about Democrat, Republican? It's going to be what it's going to be. Who cares, man? God's not going to ask me if I'm a Republican or a Democrat when I go face to face with them. You know, he's going to ask me, what did you do about my son? What did you do with Jesus? Because I gave you Jesus and you said you accepted him. What did you do with him? And that's what he's going to ask you. So my hope, my prayer, my prayer for every country that listens to my podcast in Ireland, Canada, Puerto Rico, Australia, Mexico, Jamaica, New Zealand, and France. I'll ask every one of you. I know that you have borders and I know that you have strict borders. And honestly, some of those countries are probably couldn't even pick out where you're at on a map. But I have people listening to Mexico and my friends in Mexico, especially in Progreso, where I met so many beautiful people when I worked for Carnival Cruise Lines. I want you to know something. I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I want you to know that I care about you. And I'm telling you right now, Progresso, 
If I could, I would take every single person that I ever met in Progresso and I would bring you to my my country. I would bring you to my house and I would sleep on the floor to let you sleep in my bed. That's how much I love you. And I would do that for any person from any country. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. You don't have to prove to me that you're a good person or a bad person because I'm going to trust you. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I'm not afraid to show you what true love is. And for people to say they don't want people to come into America. Really, that's love. Where, where's the love in that part? I tell you what, you should be glad you wasn't born in Mexico and everybody in America thinks like you because you'd be stuck in Mexico. And I'll tell you this. I spent so much time in Mexico. Look, I spent over a year in Aruba. I spent over two years at Paradise Island in the Bahamas. I've spent, I, I went to Mexico and Cozumel probably 250 times. I met so many people. And every single one of those people treated me like a king. And I will guarantee you, every single one of those people, if I asked, they would allow me to sleep in their house for as long as I wanted. In fact, they would let me sleep in their bed and they would sleep on the floor. And you know what that's called, people? That's called love. And that's what the world needs more of. We need love. So if you get anything from this message, I'm not asking you to change your mind. I'm not asking you to change your view. I'm not asking you to change your opinion. But what I'm asking you for is to put yourself in their shoes. When people are hungry, feed them. When people don't have clothes, give them clothes. When people need a place to stay, find them a place to stay. If you can't find them a place to stay, bring them to your house. I promise you God will bless you for that. Even if you have a garage at your house, I promise you they'll love sleeping on the floor in your garage for a couple of nights until they could get their act together or whatever the case may be. Let me tell you something. When it comes to people who are hurting, when it comes to people who are poor, when it comes to people who have nothing, let me ask you a question. If we don't help them, who will? And if it's not now, then when? I want you to know I love you. I really appreciate everybody listening to this. I want you to do me a favor. And however you listen to this podcast, because it's on all the platforms, however you listen to it, I want you to do me a favor, please. I want you to subscribe. But most importantly, I want you to share this. This is the one I want you to share. Because more and more and more people, actually everyone needs to hear this message of love. You see, God loves us in a love that's called agape love. And really only God can love us with agape love. You know what that means? Agape, unconditional. Unconditional. That means I love you whether you live in Mexico. That means I love you whether you snuck into the country in Mexico. And let me tell you one more thing before we leave. You go walking around your city, there's people in your city 
that help you, that wave to you, that bag your groceries, that check you out, that will help you build a roof, that will do your plumbing. Guess what? Some of those people are here illegal. You mad at them? They just helped you out. These people aren't coming to America to lay down in some hotel and just collect money for the rest of their life. They want to come work. And they work hard. A lot harder than most of us do. So, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, pray with me with this prayer. Lord Jesus, I know I came across strong in this message. I know that I probably offended some people. That was not my goal. But Lord, I read your message every single day. I believe that I know your heart and I know that you know my heart. You know that I have a heart for people, especially people who have less and people who have none and for people who are sick and for people who need help. And Lord, I thank you for all the blessings that you give me so I can bless them in return. For the people that listen to me from other countries, I thank you, Lord, for letting them find this podcast so that they can listen. Because I don't want this love to spread just in the United States. And as you're proven to me, each and every week we're picking up different countries to where love could be spread. It all starts with us. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to speak to these people. I thank you for the opportunity to, for you to give me the words to say to them. And I thank you most importantly for sending your son to die on a cross for my sins. I'm the biggest sinner that I ever met. But because Jesus died on the cross and because Jesus stayed in the grave for three days and because Jesus rose from the grave and is sitting at your right hand, I am saved. My sins are forgiven past, present, and future because I believe on Jesus. I have a new heart. I have a new mind. And I thank you for that heart. And I thank you for that new mind. In Jesus' name, amen.